Welcome to Empowered Conversations. I'm your host, Susie Petrozzi. This podcast will take you on a journey of personal growth and self-discovery through conversations with special guests that will inspire you to live the life of your dreams. Get ready now for an Empowered Conversation. Elsbeth, I want to share more about your work. Tell us a little bit about that. I think it's a it's a perfect moment to, to do this a little bit more given that we just connected so beautifully with the heart. Mm. Because the heart center, the love center, is really one of three key ankles uh, in terms of coming back to wholeness. So the love center is like, in terms of the energy centers, there are three lower energy centers and three upper energy centers. The heart center is in the middle. So I often call it the reconciler between my earthly being and my heavenly being or my physical being and my mental being, mm. you know. And um, so the, the first anchor, and they are not like in hierarchy, I just order them for the sake of conversation mm. to be clearer. So the first um, anchor is our physical sexual center. And all of us are these earthly beings. We have this phenomenal, you know, body with such a beautiful nervous system. We can experience pleasure, we can experience pain. I mean, it is, you know, our body is set up for aliveness, for, I mean, just conquering the world, so to speak. You know, just looking as kids when they jump on the bed in the morning for no reason. Mm. You know, like they are so in their body. So then the second one is the heart cent- uh, center, the second anchor. And the third one is the mental and then consciousness. I put them together, just like the physical, sexual, mm. the heart and love, and then mental and consciousness or spiritual. You can call it that as well. And we want to come into balance between these three anchors because most of us, while we don't come into the world unbalanced, but then over time we become compartmentalized. Mm. You know, perhaps there was a heartbreak or we were sexually abused, you know, then there's a protection mechanism where we close off. So our sexual center that is called for a woman, it's called Yoni, Y-O-N-I, in uh, Sanskrit, and Yoni means sacred space. I become disconnected from my sacred space because it was not safe when I was five years old or 15 years old, or I felt my heart was broken, or I trusted my dad to come home and he didn't, you know. And then, of course, we make decisions over that, make up stories, you know, he doesn't love me anymore because if he really loved me, he, of course, would be here. Um, And uh, so, or we may go so into our head that we live really up there in our head so that we don't have to feel the heartache Mm -hmm. or the physical pain or, you know, the gut wrenching emotions Um, however unless we come into balance 
we don't feel whole. And none of these anchors is more important than the other. So that I want to be connected in my heart center, I want to be connected in flow in my sexual center. That is like the life force. No, mm. it's not like, it is the life force that emanates from the base up along the spine all the way up to the top of the head. And then back down again so that my spiritual being becomes connected with my sexual being and that my sexual being is integrated with my spiritual being, my heart being. And it's like playing a flute, you know. I can play on these di different registers and it allows for the sense of wholeness within and then of course that emanates and attracts either the beloved I want to bring in or the beloved that I may be with already but deepen the relationship so that we can resonate more that we can flow together because when we are in flow that is when we feel well and so the tantric practice, you know, often gets misunderstood at like, oh, it's the sexy yoga or tantric sex. And yes, there is an emphasis on becoming conscious of our life or sexual energy mm. that really has brought us into this life and moving not just from be uh, like that this is built into us which is wonderful but also given that we have a conscious mind and that we are self-reflective we can actually affect that flow of energy be it in a subtle state just like right now where energy runs through each of us along the spine up the spine on the inhale and down the spine on the mm -hmm. exhale all the way up to a high arousal because mm. the energy is the same just different gradations so life force energy is sexual energy it's not they are not two different things you know often we think sexual energy has to do with arousal and then life force energy is just to stay alive every day mm. no it's the same and we when we become more aware of that energy and can coordinate it with the breath we can guide the energy because energy only flows with the breath so when i bring consciousness to the breath i can affect the flow of my energy both in subtle stages as well as then also in aroused stages that can take me to whole new levels of healing of ecstasy of bliss of connection with self of connection with the beloved mm. of course with two beloveds both of the people want to practice that mm. you know because each of us comes with their temple to the other and we want to have our temple be integrated connected mm. and whole mm. um, so and there is so given that I experienced so much healing from the tantric practice and out of it not only that my big disappointment when I was 18 with my first love my first boyfriend um, that I experienced and that really was like this wound for me 
um, that I had worked on in therapy and all kinds of stuff, but there was something left, um, like a memory on the cellular level that we cannot access through the conscious mind because it's in the subconscious. And through the tantric healing, that was opened and of course initially when we open something like that it may feel more painful mm -hmm. both emotionally and physically however then when we open it it's like opening a valve mm -hmm. that first gets more intense and then it dissipates and then out of that dissipating that clearing you know mm. that is when trust in myself opened up and then trust in men in general and six months later Freddie Santal my beloved came into my life and mm. I know if I hadn't done the healing I would not have recognized him because he was um, available <laughs> yeah. and he did fit the pattern of unavailability I used to be in mm. you know so by clearing the self and healing and coming into wholeness within myself then made me available to become present to the man who was available to me mm. and ever that was 20 years ago you yeah. know and shortly after we met we decided to create tantra nova and he had grown up in a tantric household and he was wow. ready for something new as well he was in uh, you know, um, what was sales uh, in marketing in corporate America? I was a management consultant, although he had studied and practiced a lot, but never thought he would teach it. But then here he meets me. I just had gotten certified at a, a Tantra teacher, and so he got certified too. And we created the institute and now work with. Uh, men and women in couples all over the world and it is just uh, really um, such a, a gift and also you know so I just feel touched in my heart even talking about it mm -hmm. to be of support to other women in returning to their most beautiful yoni mm -hmm. their life force energy uh, as a source connected with the heart because that is the essential piece that we are connected in our sexual uh, energy with our heart energy and they play very different roles but the love experience like the whole love experience is really in that integration you know of the heart with uh, the yoni, the sexual center, and um, and that is what makes us available to ourselves. Mm. It doesn't matter if we are by ourselves or with a partner. It is like this marriage within ourselves and the flow and the connection and the feeling fulfilled within. Mm. Wow. And it's not an intellectual construct. Now we can understand that when I say this, I can understand this intellectually, but that is not where the opening and the shift arises. It's an experience that wants to, you know, take hold of us. And, uh, you know, yeah, 
are great miracles then to be experienced mm. uh, within that we then also can share with another if that is what we want. Mm. This is where the trust comes in, <laughs> in terms of the opening. Um, Elsbeth, thank you for sharing so fully and wholeheartedly about your journey and, you know, in your sharing there's teaching, there's learning, there's um, such a multi-layered um, sharing that you have. It's really, it's so special and unique. You really have a profound way of um, imparting your knowledge and experience um, and wisdom, wisdom. Um, what did I want to come back to? Um, there was something I wanted to pick up on. Um, well, I, I, you know, I feel like even from this space, because a lot of our connection and our sharing has been about coming and being present within ourselves. So as women, we need to make that conscious decision, commitment to ourselves before we can even um, begin these practices, yeah, because if you begin these practices but that commitment to yourself is not there, um, I'm not sure if the foundation, if the foundation is strong enough to hold that. Um, and maybe it's not that way. Maybe, maybe it just works kind of together around creating time for some of those practices, really making that time available to oneself to do these practices, to connect to oneself. Um, because that in itself is so sacred. It really is. Um, I wanted to know, like, I know, um, yeah. Can you say something to that? It's really, that's so great that you bring this up. Because the, that focus on self, like the commitment to speak about, is the, like, putting ourselves on the same level in terms of importance as whatever else is important to us the children the husband or the wife for some women or the you know friends or hobbies that's all great however to see that you want to give each of them equal importance and one of these you know pieces needs to be me it's like that that bringing awareness to myself and bringing reverence to myself then shows up in perhaps having a daily meditation practices or going on a workout walk or you know and using the time really being present to myself is that that I th what what I find a good question to be is that you know Elspeth how important is this to you how important is this for you uh, you know even having my daily practices in terms of coming to stillness or to reflection or moving my body. Um, 
because for many many years when I was so focused on growing the business mm. the business had become this you know humongous kind of important piece in my life and where I can see now that at times it was more important than Freddie for example while I always thought no Freddie is also very important to me but when push came to shove no I need to get this first done for the business then I can spend time with you and to no longer tolerate that and to be vigilant to this day I need to be vigilant because there are certain patterns behaviors habits that I have trained myself over the years they are so automatic that at moments I catch myself say no no else you can do this in an hour or you can do this tomorrow now go downstairs and greet Freddie and I have become keenly aware of that, you know, one of us could die any moment. And it's not that we are, we are both well and healthy, and, but an awareness of that this moment is so special. And this is the only moment I can express my love with him. And of course, a mother with a child may have this be quiet present as well. And if it's not so present, perhaps to bring presence to it again or anew. In the end, I may have created this great business mm. forever if I have missed being fully there for my beloved, which also means I need to be fully there for myself because externally orientation towards the beloved doesn't do it either. But that is what I mean with equal importance mm. and then have my actions follow that, my practices, my habits. And so that it's just really, you know, coming coming to inner balance mm. in that sense. Mm. Yeah, I'm glad that you um, shared more on that because that's anything else can't happen in a, in a way that is actually authentic. Then if we don't give that to ourselves in that way, um, in some, some way of a practice of being with ourselves, of feeling our breath, coming back to ourselves. I mean, you've shared the practice that you shared with, with us today. That is, that's so special. That is such a beautiful practice. I'm sure you have so many other ones. Um, there, and, and there are so many beautiful practices, you know, so many ways of that we can be with ourselves just start with one I guess just start with one somewhere for a little bit of a time sprinkled throughout the day um Elsbeth can you share a little bit more on for, for anyone who's perhaps starting out on the journey and this is all very may, not maybe new to them in the sense of oh I've never done this before but maybe they've you know they've dipped their toes in kind of different practices what might you 
share about that? What 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 do you feel like? Um, I suppose suggesting, you know, how do they start? Where do they start? Just simple, because simple is really what we all need. <laughs> yeah, what I have found in my life, particularly in a learning phase. You know, there are phases when we are when we learn, we expand. Mm. Yeah, it's like new knowledge, new practice, new horizons. Mm. During that phase, what I really find useful is to get some guidance. And guidance can look many ways. It can be an online guidance mm. with a teacher or in person. The other one is community. Mm. To be part of a learning community, that doesn't mean that we have to stay there forever. Yeah. But, you know, for enough time so that I can develop, I can evolve, so that what I'm learning settles in, gets embodied, and once it's embodied, I may just, you know, sail along from by myself for a little while, mm. or go to the next level, you know, uh, in another direction. But the guide or the mentor or the coach, um, and there are so many ways now, you know, it can be in an online program that I can just buy or I choose a coach or a teacher or a mentor, a spiritual mentor, tantra mentor, relationship guide, um, in more in my field. Um, so, in the community, I find very important. Now I'm in a little different place. I feel a lot of my learning happens internally, but that is really, but I always, I read a lot mm. and I engage in, you know, practices, learn practices from people that do work that feels to me like the next level mm. or a further opening or expansion. Um, but as a beginner, and I was a beginner at many times yeah. in my life, you know, professional beginner and spiritual beginner and all of it. So, um, and, then, uh, and then dedicating yourself to that path for a certain amount of time. Mm. Because if I move around too quickly in different, uh, you know, disciplines or offerings, I don't get deep enough mm. to get the essence. It's mm. interesting know? you say that. And so then I become just like a generalist that you know, is up here floating, but in order to make a difference in mm. your own life, you want to go deeper. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that you have to become a Tantra teacher like me, you know, mm. who then gets totally immersed in it. But that you get as the learner, the novice, the practitioner, a level of, of self uh, capacity that carries you then. So I would say that because I see this at times that, you know, there's a lot of searching going on, mm. but it's, it, it keeps searching, searching. There comes a moment when you don't need to search. You want to, you know, it's just like looking for a trainer. 
in another methodology and method and this and that. No, stay with one and go deeper there. That doesn't mean you have to do it for the rest of your life. You pr probably settle into one that really goes well with your body, is coherent with your spirit. And um, so I think the last thing I want to say is, like, t let's take ourselves seriously. Mm. Like to engage with myself and to train myself with support, with a coach or with whatever I need. But really that this is my training and I am taking care of myself that I train myself and I make sure I get yeah. damn good teachers, the best teachers mm. or the best program. Yeah. And that doesn't always have to you know, cost a lot of money either. Particularly now, through the pandemic, mm. even there are more programs available. <laughs> Just discern. Yeah. And yeah. discernment has to do with really listening to yourself, to your gut, to your intuition, what's right for you. And mm. don't buy something which looks great, but if you, if it doesn't go clunk, mm. don't do it. Mm. And if it goes clunk, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's gorgeous. That's wonderful. Um, I just love how you share that. You know, even the sharing on how you can how to follow that path around learning is so is about embodying it, really embodying it, immersing it, so that you can learn. Thank you for that, Elsbeth. Um, now. Tell me about some of the, well, given that we're talking about some of, you know, learning, I know that you're in a different phase of your life and I'm just aware of our time. So I want to honor that. But the question that I want to ask just now that's come to me is what are you, what are you learning, you know, about yourself, about you about life about you know what's the discovery that keeps coming through for you <laughs> and it may not be a new one but i'm i'm, I'm yeah i want to know more about that oh, thank you so much for asking me this question i'm with that question every day mm. <laughs> uh, that so something that has opened up for me over the last couple of years is to uh, become more and more connected with what I call, you know, the channel of, you know, that I can receive and channel wisdom. The most important thing there is, is for me to be open because it's not like, oh, I'm this great channel that has nothing to do with it. It's, um, you know, like uh, I liken it to the fluidity of like when we look at the body, is the body fluid, like in fluency where it can move, is free, is open, can undulate, which means that there is no stuckness. And then when we don't have stuckness, all these channel of information can move through us, you know, effortlessly. Like speaking on a nervous system level. 
you know, if I have a lot of pain in my shoulders, there is constriction. Mm. There's energetic constriction that shows up as pain then. Not that this is good or bad or right or wrong. That has nothing to do with it. In energy terms, there is no good or bad. There is no right or wrong. It's either expanding or uh, uh, contracting. So if I'm contracted in my shoulders, the energy gets stuck there. Mm. So I'm not as fluid and light and moving. And this taken into the more ethereal realm of like, um, you know, when my body is fluid mm. and fluent, I can see this actually. I can see it in you just now. You are moving your body yeah, in a flexible way. With our thoughts, they also can be stuck or fluid. Mm. And there's another level of awareness, consciousness, that has to do with sensing frequency. Like thoughts are pure frequency. We cannot touch them. We cannot see them. Just like emotions, you know, we cannot touch them nor see them but we can sense them. So that there is an opening that I have come to um, become familiar with that I could receive frequency that is not just within my body, but frequency that is, you know, all around us and it's they're everywhere for everyone yeah, it's not wow. there's no uniqueness over here the question is am I tuned into the frequency beyond me like being dialed in you know mm. like a radio station and then can I cultivate my focus and my pineal gland in a way or not focus the pineal like activate the pineal gland that is often called the portal mm. in opening up to higher frequency um, that is what I set out a couple wow. of years ago to really learn and practice and um, while I don't consider myself a channel like you know there are there are people who channel an entity or uh, or a medium it's not like that I, I feel like more the connection with universal wisdom mm. that is what I have come up with recently because you know I had an experience where I really got like I'm a channel it was like the universal voice spoke to mm. me you know it was mm. not there was no escape anymore mm. <laughs> you know no resistance here anymore like what does that mean now mm -hmm. I thought, what does that mean now yeah and so i'm left with you asked me what am i learning yeah one of the things i'm learning is to be with not knowing And to just allow myself to be guided, like being open to guidance, be patient, which is a huge thing for me. And just coming back to what I started out with, you know, that I'm clear, I'm in the right place at the right time. 
And what is happening is exactly the right for, thing for me at this moment. And this is how it looks. Mm. Mm. And and then back again to that contributing to others, you know, and giving back is that the connection to the universal wisdom mm. that it's like the circuit moving through me so I can support, I can gift others, I can share so they may, you know, come to their own calling, their fulfillment, inner mm. fulfillment, their love being, their beloved being by themselves with another. Um, so, and it's a daily practice, both in what I, what my thoughts, you know, watching mm. my thoughts, where am I going? It should be different. I'm not doing enough, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing is different in that sense. The question is, how am I, do I engage with these questions? Mm. Or do I refocus and say, okay, this is how the day looks. This mm. is how you feel today. Just breathe. You know, and stay with your practices, mm. be they meditation practices or practices to be on a phone call with people, with clients, with prospects, you know. Yeah. I look at all of this now as practices. When I engage with people, that's a practice. It's wonderful. And um, so, and, and along with all of that, really expanding my horizon through engaging books that are important with subjects that are important to me you know mm. the about the quantum field about yeah. um you know there is something called uh, the flow state that is being explored now what that means like being in the zone mm. you know mm. but instead how I often help being in the zone like I have to get somewhere to be in the zone I can be in the zone in this very moment yeah, yeah. you know like yeah. in the zone is like the total coherence of my physical emotional and consciousness being mm. and um so anyway, I'm learning there and I'm reading there and, and you know, that is uh, doing much less internet marketing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Elsbeth, um, it's extraordinary. Um, extraordinary because it's, you know, you're a student of life and when we're a real humble, willing student of life, we can really receive so much. And I feel like I have just done a three-day retreat with you. <laughs> it has been such an immersive, a profound and just um, a real kind of holding journey, you and I having this conversation and you and, and just, you know, receiving the wisdom and, and your learnings and, and – um, from your own journey thank you so much um thank you for being you thank you for being the incredibly radiant and beautiful human being that you are and for doing the work that you're doing um anyone who is interested in your work that can find out more at uh, tentranova.com um, or is it tentranova institute 
Now it's tantranova.com, T-A-N-T-R-A-N-O-V-A.com, like supernova, tantranova. And also I can, you know, would love to give a gift that perhaps you can put the link underneath. I will put the link in the resources section, yeah. So that everyone who, who, you know, has listened to this podcast today can go further with the practice that we started today and um, explore further by yourself mm. and feel free to, you know, contact me with questions if that feels right. Mm, that's beautiful. Um, thank you, Elspeth. Thank you for your time. This has been so precious. Thank you so much for your guidance and you are just as much a universal wisdom channeler channeler uh, because the way you you know guided me through this conversation and and just following what what's the path that is best mm. serving so thank you so much yeah my pleasure thanks for joining me today on empowered conversations subscribe to the show now and then head over to my facebook page Susie petrozzi for free personal growth and self-discovery tools that you can use today to be present be powerful and be on purpose see you next time for empowered conversations mm.